I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. the Made in China podcast. <laughs> my name is China Mike. And my name is Rico. I want to do the welcome to Made in China podcast. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's Rico over here and with the guy, the China Mike. Now, uh, we're just hanging out and having a few brewskis at Beer Hardcore in Lida. Shout out to Beer Hardcore. And this podcast is what? Five essentials to always have with you in China. Let's uh, let's start with five. Start with five. It might be more. Yeah. We have no rules. This is not radio. This is not radio. All right. So what's? I think you wrote down. The, did you write it down? Or I no? did. <laughs> I did. Forgot what I wrote down. But yeah, we wrote down. Super professional. Yeah, just a list of stuff that you know you should have while you're in China. I know a lot of people are interested in getting out here, seeing what there is to offer, getting your projects off the ground, yes, and we have been here for a while, man, so some stuff you need if you're going to be in China for an extended period of time. Most of this stuff is obvious, but you know we can expand a little bit on why it is uh, needed as much as it is in, in China. Uh, Rico, what do you say is first? Uh, number one, essential. Um, you know, I, this is very obvious, but you need a smartphone. And I know there's some people out there is like, no, I don't want to spend X amount, X hundred dollars on a smartphone, but it's important. You know, there's going to be a lot of apps. There's going to be a lot of reasons why you need to. In fact, most people in China do not text. They don't even make phone calls. It's mostly done. Everything's done on WeChat. Mm-hmm. You know, so you need a smartphone with a data plan, you know. Yeah. I mean, for, for, uh, Smartphone, you could extend it out and do a bunch of different things. You could even say that something like WeChat is also an essential, essential, even though it's on your 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 smartphone. WeChat is, I mean, we've talked about it before in the Made in China Lost episode. Lost episode. <laughs> but um, it's it's don't make me sad. <laughs> it's an absolute essential. It's a communication tool uh, from Tencent. Some of you might have heard a, a QQ, but it's a, a company in China. It's basically like a WhatsApp uh, application. It's on WhatsApp your phone. on steroids. Yeah, is what it's it is. just it's the shit, man, and it does everything that you would need a chat function to, to to do. I swear by it. I even am at the point where when I go back to the states, I hate using the phone. I hate texting, and I can't understand when people aren't on WeChat because it's just the absolute best multitasking tool I've ever been accustomed to so yeah WeChat's essential but yeah you're right Uh, having a smartphone is key you know when you are out at the markets when you're going to factories when you're trying to find your way to you know go to some type of restaurant you need um, you need to know where you're going you need to be able to map things out you need to be referencing documents and and different points uh you need to be taking videos and snapping photos and 
you know, all these things are capable via a smartphone. I think this is pretty obvious, but yeah, especially when you can't, when you don't speak the language sure. and you can't memorize street names necessarily. You know, taking a picture of an address instead of carrying a bunch of business cards that's going to be essential. And you know, like WeChat has this feature where you just save your favorites, right? So, or you can save an address directly into WeChat and have that as a favorite. And then whenever you need to take a taxi, you just click on that address and show the taxi driver where you're going. Right. You yes. So I would say a smartphone is the essential, and then some some like branch off accessories that you would need along with that smartphone would be like you said uh, WeChat of course uh, maybe a portable charger yeah. you know you don't want to be stuck out in the boons in China and, and have your phone die that's that's a big pain that's in the another ass. one of those things that I noticed when I got here was just like if you talk to me in Canada I'd have told you man like I'm not on my phone that much my phone never dies like I don't need a power bar like uh, it's not a big deal it's just something about being here I guess it's just you know, you're communicating more in WeChat. Maybe you're asking questions to people. Maybe you're talking to factories. Yeah. Maybe you're trying to find an address. Maybe you're, you know, listening to music because uh, the subway is too loud or something like that. You're just using your phone more. You're outside more. And you, your phone dies, man, like two times a day maybe, you know. So having a power bar is essential because you're not always going to be in a position where you can sit down for half an hour and charge your phone. Yeah. You know. As a, as a Westerner, too, um, you're very accustomed to using certain applications and certain programs and certain platforms, you know, whether it be Facebook or, you know, for us in business, I mean, Google is essential. Everybody communicates through Google. Most people have a Google mail address. You know, we use Google Docs on the regular. And if you're in China, you can't use Google. They block the use of Google completely. So... You know, I would say another extension of the smartphone is having a VPN, you know, a working VPN. Uh, for those of you who don't know what a VPN is, it just basically reroutes your IP address and makes your phone think you're in another country. So if it thinks you're in Hong Kong or thinks you're in Los Angeles and uh, you're actually in China, you can use it as a U.S. cell phone. But then another thing that's important is to make sure that you have, you know, the best possible connection as well. You know, for some of you who are coming to China sh soon or have been in China and know this, uh, you can use uh, what kind of companies? You can use China, China Unicom. China Unicom. You can use uh, China, China Mobile, Mobile, China Telecom, yeah. and um, you know, I know we know through experience that uh, Unicom is is far more useful than China Mobile. You can, you know, the speeds are quicker and you can get onto these applications easier. It's more reliable. Yeah. I just got lucky when I got Unicom. It was the first company I walked mm. into. I was a China mobile user for like three years. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rough, man, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, the connection is just always an issue. You know, I've been out in China since 2008 and it's just been a constant fight. Constant fight to stay connected, to, to be on top of things. You know, especially in our world where... You know, you, you're just constantly connected and, 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 you know, promoting your brand and promoting your business and taking inquiries is such a huge part of what we do. You know, you need to be able to, to be online and be connected as, you know, as other people are. And that's not always easy when you're here. Next, I would say, is you need a bag. You know, you just need a, a little pouch, man pouch. Just something that you can take with you every day. Like I know it's going to be unusual for some people 
because maybe you know you just like to keep things in your pocket and you like to be low key but i think here when you you know you're going to be in crowds a lot you cannot always be on point especially when you start to get comfortable here it's just safer to keep your phone keep your wallet keep your notebook whatever it is in your bag as opposed to walking around with these things in your pocket you know um i think most of the time when people have lost things in china it's been because it was in their pocket the only time i ever lost money was because my wallet was in my pocket like every other time it's been in my bag i've been fine every time i've been in crowds it's never been an issue but i think that's essential you're just going to make your life easier if you if you have a bag with you i am a grown man i am 30 plus years of age and i wear a backpack every single day <laughs> especially in China. You don't have to take it that far. Let's <laughs> get a duffel bag. I have a small duffel bag. I'm a backpack kid still, man. Still. You know, just get get yourself a nice little briefcase or a laptop bag. Something like that. This is going to keep your essentials, you know. Um what's next? Um I would say for me this is this is absolutely crucial is uh earbuds, headphones. Um it's number 3, right? For me it's number 1. For me it's absolutely number 1. I know that sounds silly but I uh, you know having a set of earbuds is the crucial. It's a social guy. It doesn't like it's people. It's not it's <laughs> nothing to do with being anti-social. If you live in a big city, if you stay in Beijing, if you stay in Guangzhou, you know all, all about what I'm talking about. Like sometimes it's hard as as an expat here to maintain sanity, you know. It, it takes a special person to be able to to gut living in China out so so long and and I mean you, you say to the you know hipster guys out there like man we're already disconnected from the world bro just want to be in touch with the people come man. do what I do and and <laughs> I wish you the best of luck my friend <laughs> I just want to hear but, the sounds of the world man. but for me being able to tune in to someone else's podcast or being able to to jam out when I'm on the metro or I'm taking the train to another city or I'm just bobbing around the city just just makes life so much more enjoyable and I'm not saying be anti-social and not interact with people you know you you still have the ability to do that but you know for me earbuds are essential you know and then if you have to transition over to phone conversation or um you know sending voice messages on WeChat it's also a lot more convenient as well I think for me it would be more like when you're dealing with the insanity of of living in a populated chinese city when you're taking the metro and you're in all these crazy situations on a day-to-day basis listening to music or listening to a podcast kind of just calms you down a bit that's Absolutely. that's, that's that, more for me what it is that's part of that's what yeah. i was saying you know it's, it's for me it's to maintain maintain, maintain sanity, sanity yeah. and just whereas you know. you know when you're you know back home whatever like mm-hmm. when i was in Toronto it's also a populated city Sometimes I used to leave my headphones at home just so I could walk around and take in the city. Yeah. But it's Toronto's fucking tame. Like it's, you know, it's yeah. pretty calm. Yeah. But here, you know, if you're in the metro at 6 p.m. and you're being shoved in and out, then you know, you might want to listen to a podcast that's going to make you laugh a bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I mean for me, podcasts have been my main form of entertainment since I've been out here and mainly because I spend so much time out of the house, so much time going to you know to 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 factories or places around the city the markets and um so much time listening to to podcasts that I actually I got so into um 
the Joe Rogan experience and, and all the different comedians and personalities that came in off of his show that uh, I remember when I went back to the States, I was in Pasadena and I went to a, a Death Squad show in Pasadena. After the show, they're kind of hanging out, just saying hi, taking pictures and stuff. And I walked up to Joe Rogan to say hello. And I was like surprised for for three, two or three seconds there that he didn't know me. <laughs> I was like, man, we're friends, man. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that all comes from, that all stems from me... Uh, Having this dependency to my earbuds in China. Next is, I would say cash, you know, cash money. Of course, I mean, I'm not just talking having money in your bank account. I'm talking about actually having money, like notes, in your on your person. I know for me, before I came here, I always like paying with things on my debit card or credit card. But in China, cash is king. You know, you need to have cash on you. A lot of times, you're gonna go places and they don't accept debit cards. Uh, you know, just just people sometimes look at you weird if you want to pay with your bank card. You know, that's changing slowly, but for the most part, cash is king. Like if you're taking a taxi, you're gonna pay cash. If you're at a restaurant, you know, if you go to like a, a little small noodle shop or something like that, you want cash. You know, so you need, you need to have cash on you at all times. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of crazy because somewhere like in the states, it's it's moving away from that or it's moved away from that completely, right? Yeah. Where people have only bring cards out and they can always swipe or, or, or run their card wherever they go and here it's yeah it's definitely definitely not like that I always always need cash a lot of places won't accept cards another thing to know if you haven't been to China is um, uh, some people don't 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 know this before they come out here is majority of places in mainland China don't accept uh, foreign credit cards. Yeah, they don't accept Visa, yeah, Visa, MasterCard. MasterCard they uh, have their own, you, you know, Union Pay, just yeah, in the same way. Exactly. You know, they, they don't want to use a lot of the foreign applications because they have their own, right? Right. So it's the same way that eBay is not popular out here. People have Taobao. Exactly. Yeah. If you're in if you're in Macau, if you're in Hong Kong, if you're in Taiwan, no problem. Also, some major hotels in mainland China. You can you can run a card. Some major shopping areas, but yep. for the most part, no, you can't you can't use a card. You need cash. Right. That's the last. That was number four. Number five would be what? Well, we kind of lumped all those different things into the. Uh, into number one. Into the one, right? I I, I think that we kind of. We lumped it in heavily to the smartphone, but I think we'll mention it again. You're in China. You need WeChat. You need WeChat. It's huge. I think think whenever I start a project with somebody, whenever someone has an inquiry or I start working with someone, of course, one of the first things I'm going to tell them is you need to get WeChat. To create a WeChat group. Uh, Absolutely. It's going to be so much easier for us to communicate. It's going to be easier for us to... um, to shoot you information, to communicate on the daily, to get uh, factory feedback, you know, with with uh, with the quickness. Yeah, people get surprised when factories don't reply to emails. It's because they just don't. It's not a common thing in China for people to check their emails as much. You know how many people I've met in China who don't link their emails to their phone, so they don't get emails instantaneously like everybody else, right? Um, but they do check their WeChat constantly. So. Same thing that Mike was saying. A lot of times when we have projects, like literally every project we've done, I add the factory and I add the customer to our WeChat group. 
and then whatever information is being shared there the customer can see when they wake up and I can talk to the factories you know instantaneously so I think that's super important another thing that we didn't mention is WeChat has a function called WeChat payments mm-hmm. and actually that also links with your Visa card so this might be a kind of way around um, um, carrying cash because it's actually pretty commonly accepted so WeChat payments is like you have an online wallet you connect your debit card bank card visa card whatever credit card to your wechat account you can have it like um with a double security lock double password lock and it just basically will have like a barcode on your phone and you when you go into like a 7-eleven or whatever you're buying something you show them the barcode they scan it takes the money directly out of your bank account you can send money directly to people in your wechat um in your wechat circle so whoever you have on your list imagine like your whatsapp list your contact list you just click on Mike and then you send Mike X amount so we pay our employees like that you know uh, whenever they buy food or something like that and then I have to pay for the expenses I normally pay them via WeChat you know you could pay rent with WeChat you know it's like it's that serious so there's just a lot of functionalities that WeChat has that WhatsApp is missing and is never going to have I think there's a new app in Canada I forget the name but it's it was made by the University of Waterloo. It's also the same university that made um, uh, BlackBerry. And they just got about, I think it was $20 million invested by Tension, which owns WeChat. So they're, they're calling that the, the North American WeChat. That should be interesting to blow up in the next few years. You know. What's it called? I don't know the name. I forgot the name. Right. Check that out. Look it up here. Yep. Get WeChat, keep your smartphone, carry cash, always have earbuds, doesn't hurt to have a notebook. Oh, one thing, one other thing we're going to mention is, um, I'm sure you've heard this before in dealing with China, but um, I think even to this day, it doesn't hurt to have a business card. Yeah. I think carrying a business card is, is still pretty common. I don't think it's 100% necessary, but I, I don't think it hurts you. I think it can only help you. You know, when you're going on these factory visits, when you are meeting people, usually custom is, you know, the two-hand business, two-hand delivery of the, of the business card. And it's just just little extra confirmation that you're prepared, that you're organized, and you're professional. So I think that's another thing that... I think it's an image thing. I think mo- mostly absolutely. it's an image thing because, like, if I give my business card, I doubt they're going to take the contact information from my business card. I think they have my contact information. Right, We've right, probably right, spoken. Right, right. They have my phone number. They have my WeChat. Yeah, and it's how the business card looks. It's what it says on the business card. That's also important. Well, then they just say, "Oh, okay, this guy has a business card. Therefore, he has a business." It's yeah. just, you know, I, I don't. I don't know how big of a thing this is now. But when I first got out here a long time ago, there were so many of these these expats of these people. They would meet. They would give you a business card with, you know, the Gmail account, uh, Yahoo. Yeah. Mike Johnson, you know, CEO of this company, email Mike Johnson at yahoo.com, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of, it's just kind of nonsense, but, but, um, you know, I, I do Sweet think it's baby a, cutie underscore yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah, but I, I, do th- I do think it helps, I think, like you said, it's, uh, it's good for, it's good for presentation, unless people know you're prepared and slightly more professional. Yeah, so I think that's that's the list. So if we, if we just run down the list, number one was smartphone with with the apps that we mentioned. Yeah. 
number two. And the VPN, having the VPN with VPN. the smartphone. VPN was number two. I think VPN is number two because VPN is just smartphone and on your computer, you know? Next one was bag, having, 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 a, bag, having, having a bag, a bag somewhere nice where you can carry all your val valuables and necessities. Yeah, that's number three. And number four is what? Earbuds. Earbuds. Having, having headphones. Number five. Number five cash. was cash. And then we also mentioned uh, business cards as something that could help you out here. Right, so it's five. Your time in China. Five plus essentials. <laughs> I don't want to change the title. I'm going to keep it as five. So five plus essentials that you need when you're out here in these mean Guangzhou streets. <laughs> Alright All right, guys, enjoy your time. See you next time. Alright, cheers. If you want to listen to more episodes, you need to go to sourcefindasia.com slash Made in China. Um, that's the name of the podcast. You can follow us at Twitter at SourceFindAsia. We have a Periscope account, so sometimes we post up these random videos. Not that random, but yeah. Uh, same name, at SourceFindAsia for Periscope. And uh, Instagram... Source Find Asia, you guessed it. Cheers. If you know, oh, almost forgot. If you want to email me or Mike, you can email us at rico at sourcefindasia.com. Mike at sourcefindasia.com. Michael. Michael, I always do that. I'm too used to saying Mike. Or info.